Hello and welcome to Daddy OFM, broadcasting live from West Hollywood, California. Joining us today is actor Isabel Furman. We'll be talking acting, modeling, fashion, and her upcoming film, Good Girls Get High. I'm your host, Jonathan Bukalil, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're here and we've just finished shooting with uh, actor Isabel Furman and we're here also with our stylist Ivana Fontana. So hello Isabel and welcome. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. I feel very <laughs> welcome. <laughs> and you were fabulous today. It was so good to shoot with you. You were quite the little model. Thank you. So where, where did that sort of <laughs> skill come from? You know, I... I uh, I'd like to say that it came from Tyra Banks <laughs> watching a lot of America's Next Top Model because uh, that was my favorite show when I was younger. And I think also I, I'm friends with Coco Rocha and whenever we take like pictures for Instagram like or she takes them, it's very fun to watch her pose for her Instagram right. photos. So I think it sets the bar at a... At a New height. I think also I'm short, so you gotta <laughs> you gotta model through that. Don't oh, you, you gotta think? work it. You gotta, gotta stretch. It. You gotta be tall. Mm -hmm. And it's it's work really angles. yeah. <laughs> it's really funny how Instagram shoots are almost as complicated as uh, you know the shoot we did today. Well, at yeah. least when I see people against the the Paul Smith wall as I drive past. Oh yeah, every single. <laughs> it's true. It's like everybody lines up to take a photo in front of that pink wall. Yeah. You know, smart choice. Just. You know, get a white wall and paint it whatever color you want yeah, once exactly. a week. You know, that's exciting. Exactly. So Isabel has been an actor for many years and started out um, very, very young. So why don't you tell us how you first got into the business and, and what your first experiences were? I first got into the business in a kind of strange way. I wanted to be a singer. My sister wanted to be an actress. And so... I told my mom I needed a voice coach. And I started taking singing classes with my sister. And then my mom worked at CNN at the time, so she put us in a, a musical theater camp. And the woman who worked at the musical theater camp saw that my sister really wanted to be an actress and was told my mom that, you know, you could take your kids to work to turn to broadcasting. And when you go to CNN, they could go do Cartoon Fridays, which is like a kid's show, um, where they would just get, you know, get to play around with other kids and say a few one-liners, like, coming up next is this show. Um, and so my mom took my sister to audition for it because it was an easy thing. She could just take her to work with her when she wasn't at school. And uh, I was too young to stay home alone. <laughs> and so I went too. And they, um, they thought that I was cute. And so they cast me too. And so my sister hated it. And I thought of it course. was the greatest thing in the entire world. And so we sort of switched after that, which was really funny. Um, oh, okay. So she actually did the singing. So she's and a singer-songwriter, and I'm I'm an actor. Because <laughs> otherwise, it was going to be just mm -hmm. one of those horrible sitcom story where the girl <laughs> brings along her friend, and she ends up being famous. My sister just hated it, though, because <laughs> because I think you know a lot of what people don't know about acting is like a lot of your work is repetition constantly. And my sister was really liked theater because she could do it once, and it was right. like everybody claps and stands up, and that's I think the same sort of thing that you get from music. Yeah when you perform, but when you work on a film set, it's like you do the same thing over and over yeah. and over again. You have to remember when you picked up your fork and when yeah. you put it down and on what line you brushed your hair behind your ear. And so it's it's like those sorts of things that she just was not having it at the mere age of like nine. <laughs> and I was like six and was like, this is amazing. This is incredible. 
we get to sit in front of cake and we don't have to eat it. We just get to look at it. And my sister was like, why can't we eat it? Yeah, and you then know? for everyone else, that is just pure torture. But they're like, look, a beautiful cake. <laughs> they let us eat it afterwards. Oh, but okay. we just had to sit there for like six hours with this like cake in front of us, I remember. <laughs> and I, w I thought it was so fun. She hated it. But yeah, so we swapped. And it, it, now we're both like really supportive of what each other does because it's just very different. I mean, completely different industries, yeah. completely different businesses. And how's she doing with the singing? She's doing good. She's oh, doing good. She's in France right now, actually, for um, for like two months. She's filming her music videos. For oh, her amazing. New. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, well so. done. Congratulations, sister. Yeah. I think your, your first uh, movie was Orphan. Is that, that correct? Or My first movie was this independent movie called uh, Hound Dog. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. With Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Which that was, was very controversial, quote unquote, which was really funny because because it was, it, it was, you know, it, it kind of was a stupid thing. Somebody just leaked a story to the press that was completely false, which right. was that you know, Dakota was naked on set, which was hilarious because that there's so many people on set right. and that doesn't happen no. to, to kids. Like, no. they're so careful about that. But that was the first movie that I did. And, you know, at that point I was... I was like seven, and so everything was still really like fun. I didn't really yeah. consider, I was eight at the time. I didn't really consider it to be like a job. Orphan, when I booked Orphan, the amount of research that I did for that mm -hmm. part and the amount of work that I did, that was kind of the first time that I realized that I could do this as a job. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, wasn't just fun. Like mm -hmm. it was, of course, a lot of fun, but it was also really hard work. Mm -hmm. um, and I worked with Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard, who are both really well-respected actors, and they're not... They're not by any means, I would say, like pop culture famous, but they're really well known in the industry for the amazing work that they do. And so it was really great to work with them on my first real big movie, if that makes sense. Because mm -hmm. I was able to kind of learn from them, both their advice and from watching them, how it is to work on a set mm -hmm. um, and how you have to be prepared every day. and all the things that you have to do leading up to it and the prep work and everything, it was just incredible. And so, and, and having, look, having had a look at those two on it, and that was quite the little white dress you were wearing in Hound Dog. <laughs> like, did they the actually cupcake. wear it? Yeah, that yeah, cupcake yeah, yeah. one. That was crazy. I'm just like, how did you get around in that? Um, but, <laughs> it was but, such a funny dress. Yeah, and Orphan's become a bit of a, has a bit of a cult following and... Yeah, you know, it was, it was really, it's really funny because I'm, I'm 20 now. Mm. So I did, I did the movie when I was, 10. I mm. filmed it when I was 10. Um, and I think I look very different now. I mean, I'm yeah. still the same person, but you know, you grow up, you yeah. know, your bones get longer, you lose your baby fat in your face and everywhere else. And it was really funny because to this day, that is the movie that I get recognized for all the time. And, and I find it so funny because I, I just think that that character, I think that Esther was such a... <laughs> Like a, you know, I mean, it's it's funny when people who haven't a seen the movie today are like, oh, what what is that movie about? I'm like, you know, how can I describe it? And there's no other way <laughs> to describe it. I mean, it's like, you know, the movies come out. So it's like I played a 33 year old woman passing herself off as a nine year old when I was 10 years old, actually. And who wants to be adopted so she can seduce the father, the adopted father? I was uh, just well, of so course, she could I find love. I love that ele elevator pitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so you know, when I was when I was when I was ten, yeah, I got to learn how to be a thirty-three-year-old. That's that's quite interesting. Um, yeah. So, what was the what was like the one key from from that? What direction did you get to to play the thirty-three-year-old woman? Or was it something that you came up with? I was working with a with an acting coach when I went into audition, and I think the biggest thing that we were, the, the biggest the biggest like thing with with Esther was kind of discovering what she really wants, and I think that 
you know, they were auditioning adults and kids to play that part because they didn't, they were having a really hard time finding somebody. And I think, I think because I was a kid, I was able to kind of see past all the <laughs> horror and the like right. terrible things that she did right. and, and, and saw kind of her basic desire, which was just to be loved. And that's, you know, I think everybody can relate to that. Well, I, well, I think that um, what perhaps makes you so unsettling in that film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, you know, most people don't turn to homicidal tendencies. No. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that being said, um, I was able to kind of see that as her, you know, main reason for being the way that she was. And right. kind of as we were filming for when we were doing prep work for it, there's a lot of things that I had to learn about, like my character, which was a scene that was cut out because it was too much information, has, you know, Esther had a scene with Kate where she tells her about how she can't have children of her own and she's never been able to. And so, you know, I had to have my acting coach explain to me what sexual rejection was like, <laughs> which I didn't even know what sex was at the time. Right. Um, so he didn't, like the way he explained it to me, I remember was, it's like, you know, being naked in front of someone and someone telling you that you're ugly, like letting somebody see every everything of you and you're they're saying that you're just ugly. Um, and I was like, whoa. Well, that'll make you grow up pretty quickly. Yeah, and then also like learning what it, what it means to, to miscarry a baby or not be able to have a child. And you know, and you start to learn those things as a kid and you're like, oh, okay. You're like, well, I guess women when they're older have babies, so if they can't have babies, that's really sad. And so, you get these, I mean, I think now if I were to do that part, it would be a very different performance right. because I think you experience things through life right. and you see things through life. But I think also that performance was what it was and was as good as it was, I think, because I was approaching it from a completely different part. I was kind of approaching it from mm. what was her drive. Because it might be that, that, that learnt, you know, it's like reading a skill from the book rather from actually yeah. do, doing it, which makes it all seem a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the, she basically plays a murderous little girl, and, and spoiler alert, there is a scene which I saw where she, she's bashing the head in of a nun on the side of a road with a hammer, with a claw hammer, <laughs> yeah. which is charming. And so charming. I've, <laughs> I've always wondered in these, is like, mm. how much of, of that do they actually let you do? Because it's shot from the back, and but you, you literally see you with a hammer smashing in this, this poor lady's head. It was, it was a fake head on the oh, ground, and okay. so it was like a fake head on the ground that right. was open and had all these like special effects put like a sponge with like a lot of bits and pieces right. and things that would come up when right. I moved the hammer and like had fake blood in it yeah. and so they just had me so go to town on it and they filmed it so you know it's like it's a really funny thing because when you're on a horror movie set it's probably one of the most hilarious yeah. things because everything is so yeah. fake and, and right. like you know, like, you know, the guns, they have like a real gun that they use very rarely. But most of the time you're holding this like hollow plastic thing yeah. that someone made that looks just like it, yeah. but it's just plastic. Yeah, a rubber dummy. It's yeah. just a rubber dummy. Yeah. So, you know, the, I, re I remember being very aware of what was going on right. and everybody was explaining things to me. And I had done a lot of research, too, into like you know, serial killers and things like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was it was a really exciting experience. And I worked every single day on that movie because I was in every single scene of that mm. movie. And it was kind of like, I think, the best crash course in, you know, this industry and this Absolutely. project ever because, it, you know, I was working every single day and I was 10. And who can say that, like, a 10-year-old works for four months yeah. every <laughs> single day, you know? And I was doing school on the weekends. Wow. and. 
you know, and, and I just really, I think, I, I think I grew up a lot on that set. Mm. Um, in for good and for bad, mm. in, in the sense that like you know you want to be a kid when you're a kid, but at the same time I think I was really able to learn a lot about myself, mm. and that I still kind of take with me mm. today. And, and so that's that, yeah, and it's so interesting to to start uh, t so young and such <laughs> a horrific bloody thing. But it's, it's good to know that the, everyone was laughing on it because when, I, when you watch it, you just think this kid just must be traumatized having to do this over and over and over again. But if it's a dummy and it all looks a little bit silly, then it was really fascinating because yeah. I had five hours of makeup to make me look like a thirty-three-year-old, which <laughs> right. was which is so cool as a kid because right. you're sitting in a chair for five hours and you're watching them make you look wrinkled, right. and and you're like whoa it's like magic it's like watching magic happen in front of you and you know you see movies and you see the before and the after yeah. and you do, that's it but like for me to watch that whole process and you know when i first got the job they tried on like every single hair color right. wig and eye contact color on me and they really wanted to discover like a look to make Esther iconic and it's mm. really funny that they just ended up with my own yeah. hair and my own eye color <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know because exactly. I have photos of like me in blonde wigs red wigs right. short haired wigs it was hilarious it was hilarious because you, you look adorable but evil yes exactly <laughs> and uh, the the other kind of uh, greatest hit that you were in major major film that everyone may know where you played um, Clove in the Hunger Games mm -hmm. and um, like and I've seen some of the interviews and you seem so excited to be on it and it's and it must have been such a an incredible experience to go mm -hmm. and you have been doing other f films in between but mm -hmm. to go to something yeah. that ma major with all that publicity or everything around it and mm -hmm. the books and everything and it can you t talk to us about uh, that experience for a bit that was like summer camp it was really funny we it was all young people and we all had read the book and mm. were big fans of the book i don't think anyone really knew to what degree it was going to be a success um, when we were doing it, it was right, just kind of like really, really fun. And yeah. it was Lionsgate. And li that, I think Lionsgate at the time wasn't the big, huge studio that it is now. Right. It was just kind of like starting to get, you know, more of like a footing because of Twilight. They right. signed with uh, Summit. So it was really funny because we were on this movie that everyone was saying like could be big, mm. but you don't know. Right. And so you're, we were in North Carolina and it was a bunch of young people and we got to do stunts. Like we did yeah. weeks of stunt training up to it, which was so team building because yeah. we would, we were all on these crazy diets where we had to either like lose weight or gain muscle. We had to be working and we would have stunt rehearsal for eight hours a day, you know, from morning to evening where you're like sweating with people and you yeah. just meet them and you just like by the end of the day you feel like you're like best friends with this right. person because they've watched you like yeah. you been know, on the front line been on the them. front line of something <laughs> yeah and then we had specialized weapons training where we actually learned how to use the weapons that our characters were using so I actually learned how to throw knives oh good this is why, why yeah, I wanted yeah. to ask you about this because of course I'm interested in knife throwing yeah. so you actually got to train with knives mm -hmm. did you get quite quite good with them? I got pretty good with yeah. it yeah I mean I, I it's funny my friend for his birthday got um, a set of throwing knives Mm. just for fun because he likes to throw them in his backyard against a tree and I hadn't I hadn't used it like done it since we did the movie right. and it took me a few tries but I, I was actually pretty but good right and I was like in, wow right? yeah. I was like this is really cool yeah. like who can say that they know this skill which is like a really fun part about my job that I love and I and I sometimes watch um, like just in everyday life like I'll watch something and I'll be like I really hope I do a movie one day where I have to be 
a professional fencer because yeah. I'm going to have to fence for weeks exactly. leading up exactly. to it. It's like you get to learn these skills and you don't necessarily become like amazing at them. But, but you, you, get to you do carry some skills with you, right? Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Well, because you have to, the big thing is like learning to respect it and learning to, um, to do it believably. Right. And so I'm very lucky that and that in you know the industry it's like very important that they find an expert in whatever field or whatever skill you're learning. And so you really get to kind of learn the tips and the tricks right from the source. Mm. And I remember Jen was working with an right. Olympian archer. Right. And yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know whether or not she's like on target every time doesn't matter she knows how to like form, she knows exactly how to make it look like she knows what she's doing and that's that's the thing and you know it, it's funny though because you feel like then you know yeah you know i know <laughs> i know how to do this skill i have a friend who said he played a doctor in like three movies back to back and he says i swear afterwards i was like yeah no no i know exactly <laughs> yeah, what your health condition it. is yeah. i know i know what's going on with you <laughs> and he's like i have no clue but i just think that i do because i've had all these like lines where i'm like well you know, sad to report that. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> and so Jen is obviously uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, what was your experience with her like? Because uh, I mean, she was, she was big at the time, but not, not to the level where I say she would be now. And and so because yeah. I think there's you know, Hunger Games launched a uh, mm -hmm. few people. So what? Uh, talk to us about your, your time with her. She was incredible. So, such a kind, really sweet human. My mom and her mom became really good friends, um, right. which is really funny. And uh, Karen is like her mom is so cool, yeah. and my mom's really cool. So it's cool that that our moms are friends. But Jen was, um, she just gotten her Oscar nomination for Winter's Bone. Right and went on to do Hunger Games right after that. And I th remember it was, it was a very, you know, it was a very exciting time for her mm. and everybody was kind of like really buzzed about right. her doing the movie yeah, and she yeah. was so cool yeah. and so chill. And I think my favorite was, because we were all in these diets, she would constantly bitch about the diet. And I <laughs> thought that was the best because it's true, we were all doing it, but you know, we were all like, yeah, no, no, I mean, it's, we're very grateful to be here, you know, sort yeah. of thing. And she was just like, I'm very grateful to be here, and this diet sucks. Yeah. And, and I love how she's just, like, cuts right to it, no bullshit. And I think that that's, like, such a fresh thing in this industry, and I think that's why people love her, is because she's not afraid to just be who she is. And I think that that's such a wonderful thing. Well, I think that's her appeal. And Jules as well. You see, we've had a great day today. She's been hilarious and amazing. And we have Ivana Fontana here our stylist and we're going to come to her later on in the on the recording to talk about uh, Isabel's style and fashion and all that sort of thing but I just want to catch up with you on your current and upcoming projects what yeah. what have you got in the works at the moment I have a movie called down a dark hall that's going to be coming out next year with Uma Thurman and Anna Sophia Robb amazing and then um, I have uh, a movie that I'm filming right now um, called Good Girls Get High, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of like a super bad for girls. It's really funny. Oh, I'm yeah. really oh, excited really? about oh, that, it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that one then. That seems yeah, more yeah. my speed. Um, so is, is that rap production or is it just uh, finishing My up? Last Day's Wednesday. Oh, cool. Yeah, but okay. I've been having a really great time. Um, Abby, um, Abby Quinn, who was in Landline recently, mm -hmm. is in it, and uh, Stephanie Scott is in it as well. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a movie about, about high school and kind of like 
kind of those ending last few days of high school when you kind of are done with it and also realizing that maybe maybe you didn't quite experience everything you should have. <laughs> oh, okay. You know. <laughs> a little squeezing it all in before it's all over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of that course. That sounds fun. You've oh, got to have some fun, right? Excellent, excellent. <laughs> and um, so we are in, um, you know, maybe you're not allowed to talk about this, but we're in California, but so if it was smoking, you know, if it was like smoking weed on set, was, <laughs> or was it all just, um, well, no, let's not talk they about make, that. They make these fake, they make these That's fake, it, yeah. all, it's all fake, which is really funny. They make these fake, um, and it's always different stuff. They have, sometimes they like empty out these non-nicotine cigarettes called ecstasy cigarettes, which right. are just like some kind of herbs, and they right. put them, they re-roll them in papers. And I remember that for this one, because I think, I don't know if it was Abby or Stephanie, somebody was allergic to something, and so they made their own thing, and it like tasted like roses, and it's just so bad. All of those things are so bad. I, like, yeah. so smoking to me is like, it just, it just burns. It just burns, and even <laughs> if you're doing it in a movie or whatever, and, and that's the worst is you have to make it look like, yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. I know what I'm doing, yeah. you know, smoking <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> and, and I don't smoke in real life, so I'm like trying to remember to relax my fingers that are like right. pin straight yeah. <laughs> as I'm holding this thing, and I'm like trying not to inhale because my body's like no, <laughs> but my brain's like you have to, or else it doesn't look believable. So anyway, yeah, it's fun though; it's really fun. Oh, that's that's great. And and so we we were here shooting for Imagista today, and um, and um, I'd like to pass this over to our stylist Ivana Fontana, and um, we were working mostly uh, with Paige Denham, and we just want to talk about Isabel's personal style and some of her favorite d designers. So handing over to Ivana. Thanks for the amazing introduction, Jonathan. <laughs> Hi, Isabel. Hi. Thank you for an awesome day. Oh, thank you. This was so fun. I had such an awesome day shooting you with you. You set this whole thing up. It was awesome. Right, but such a natural in front of the camera. It was awesome. Oh, what can I say? Looking forward to seeing <laughs> the shots. Jonathan's uh, done an incredible job. I know. The photos are so good. <laughs> I want to Instagram them all right now. I know. Me too. I have to refrain. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yes. we're, not, we're not allowed yet. I know. I'm so impatient. <laughs> I have to deal with it. So um, you looked incredible, obviously, in all the pieces from Paige. Thanks. So I wanted to get, I guess, your perspective on what you think think is on trend and what I guess your favorite style would be yeah I mean I think right now the the you know it's funny the 70s to the 90s at the same time are all coming back For which sure. is really funny because I felt like two years ago it was just the 60s mm -hmm. like everybody was wearing very like loose fitting and you know leg and a lot of like big eyes and sh cutting their hair short and now it's kind of like everybody's going back to like the 70s to the 90s at Absolutely. the same time so um yeah it's fun i mean i i think my mom is like has really good style and so since i was little she was always like don't be trendy right M make your own sort of fashion and your own sort of statement but you can still like find pieces and stuff but sure. But like these hats that we're wearing we're today, both wearing the same that, we wore in the, that I wore in the shoot, <laughs> which is so funny. It's like it, they're very fashionable right now. Huge. And I got mine in London at a flea market uh -huh. like four or five years ago. There you go. Yeah. It it's seems a sailor to just hat. Cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle. It's honestly like every trend just continues to cycle. It just continues to cycle through. They're getting yeah. cooler and cooler and yeah. cooler. And yeah. so describe your personal style. Um, you know, it really depends on the day. I think when I go to events and stuff, I kind of go for a classic kind of uh, look with a little bit of a twist, a nice. little bit of an edge to it. Uh -huh. um, 
and I and that's sort of kind of been a recurring theme. But when it comes to my everyday style, like sometimes I wake up and I just want to wear jeans and a t-shirt, and other days I wake up and I have to assemble a whole outfit. Right. And it's very important to me that I have the right hat and the right sunglasses and the right shoes of and the course. right pants. Yeah. Um, and I like to mix. I wear a lot of vintage. I like to mix a lot of vintage with with current things. And awesome. uh, I raid my mom's closet. That's lot. cool though. You yeah. sound like me when it comes to the jeans and t-shirt. It's just so easy to throw together mm -hmm. and then you add your own bit of edge or whatever, yeah, yeah. accessory or hat or... Yeah, there's nice. something fun about, about making something simple look really fashion. Exactly. And it's and I think that's the hard part. Yeah. It's like if you can make jeans and a t-shirt look really stylish right. and fashionable, then that's then then you've got it down definitely you know? i'm glad i um i'm glad yeah i picked you to do the shoot because i feel like we're kind of on <laughs> we par the with same. our same vision same style yeah definitely cool and I so i this is kind of veering off a little bit in terms of like a bit more spirituality questions mm -hmm. do you feel like you're living in your purpose with doing what you're doing right now i do yeah, yeah. i think it, it's you know i feel like i'm right now writing a tv show that i'm hoping to get off the ground and put into production. And uh -huh. that's the show that, that I wrote. And when you write a show, you get to assemble a team of writers and have directors and everything like that. And so I want to make sure that the show is, you know, I'm going to show run the show as a woman and uh -huh. I want all of the writers to be women and I want the directors that work on the show to be women. Amazing. And that's been a really kind of big thing. I think since I was little, I've wanted to, I wrote down in like a notebook when I was younger that I want to open a studio that helps fund films and television shows and short films for, young up-and-coming women directors and women in the industry and you know it's kind of a big thing when you look at it on the outside and then when I wrote the show and the woman the show is about two women I was kind of like this is where this kind of can start if that makes sense so now wow. you know now it's like a something small and hopefully it'll build into something bigger but um, I'm just really excited to do this one little thing yeah, that's with my show that's and incredible. then you know hopefully hopefully I'll be able to help other other like young up-and-coming women in the industry the influence I mean you're so young and so mature but that influence alone is definitely just gonna encourage young girls to chase their dreams we gotta stick together women For have sure. to stick together I mean I did this movie in Spain last year with this um, young woman Rosie Day who's uh -huh. the same age as me and we were talking about like life stories and everything and she told me this story and I was like you got to write a short film about it and so I'm actually going in January to film it with her Amazing. because she wrote it and yeah. she sent it to me and she was like I wrote this so you could do it and it's and it's really cool because I mean who knows what it's going to be and how it's going to turn exactly. out but it's it's exciting that you know that she wrote this story that I, I really think is really wonderful and I really believe in and we're going to make something. Amazing. No, yeah. it's like you need to kind of create your own tribe and, yeah. um, you know, bring everyone along with you on the ride. Mm -hmm. that, sounds, that sounds awesome. That sounds yeah. cool. So that's really cool that you're doing that, that writing the TV series and doing things to support women in, in film because I, mm -hmm. I, think, I think that's the key, to, the key to bring more women into film is women creating things and women yes. producing things women making things and and they'll just be able to to work with other women so that they're not relying on men to do their to do their thing but yeah. i'd love to have a further chat with you on that in the future and mm -hmm. um but thank you again so much you're yeah, amazing you. and this was a really good chat we should we should do it again sometime yeah let's do it again and thank you Ivan. the styling was amazing it was so good and just make sure if you're listening to the podcast, check out the check out the pictures on imagista.com. And uh, thank you for listening. Bye. Check them out. <laughs> check them out. Check them out. <laughs> Thanks, darling. That was yeah, great. Of course. Well thank done. Thank you.
Well, thanks for joining us. It is good to be back behind the mic again. And as mentioned, check out our photos on theimageista.com. Isabel's Instagram is Isabel Fur, and our gorgeous stylist is Ivana Fontana. That's at Ivana Fontana. And of course, mine is at Jay Bookalow. Keep an eye out for new episodes of Daddy OFM from time to time. And until then, thanks for joining us.